Welcome to the D2C Slingshot Podcast. I'm your host, Lockie Thompson, and I'm also the founder of Social Slingshot, a paid advertising agency. This podcast is your go-to resource for e-commerce entrepreneurs seeking insights from industry leaders and experts. If you've magically stumbled across this podcast, I'm truly grateful you've chosen to listen. If you have any questions whatsoever or specific topics you'd like us to cover, do not hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at Lucky Social Slingshot. While this podcast is tailored to the broader e-commerce community, if you're ever in need of direct marketing assistance, remember that Social Slingshot is here to help. Our mission is to drive as much success for as many e-commerce brands as possible by being the most results-driven and client-focused agency in the market. Now, with all the admin stuff taken care of, let's dive straight into today's episode. G'day, everyone. Welcome back to the D2C Slingshot podcast. Today, I'm joined with the founder of Asher & Co., Jane. Do you just want to take us right back to the beginning and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I started full-time teaching at first and um, four years into teaching, um, I kind of gained up all of the... Uh, I guess the the confidence to start a little side hustle, and so in 2018, I had put together like all of all of my favorite things, and then just launched this jewelry brand without kind of having a clear focus on what I wanted. Um, and yeah, but from then on, it's been a huge, huge ride, and I've learned so much since I launched. Um, and I guess I can talk about how it evolved since then, um, if you want. Lucky, is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, this is what this podcast is all about, is educating and inspiring other entrepreneurs. So anything, the ups and the downs, we'll cover everything over the next half an hour or so. Awesome. Um, Yeah, so 2018, I launched the brand um, S&Co. Well, actually, it was called Lady Essa at the time. And my my thinking behind it was, okay, I just wanted to be like this cool jewellery brand um, with like trending jewellery and it was really... Um, out there kind of stuff I wanted to be very different and that's how I kind of I started the brand and um, it was doing okay and um, yeah it was it was like 2019 I think when it started I can't even remember there we go that's why I have my notes sorry (laughs) but yeah so 2019 when COVID started happening um, it took kind of a slow turn and it was kind of dying down, and that's when teaching got a little bit full on, as your wife probably understands it. It got a little bit hectic, and um, so yeah, I girlfriend, decided... she wants to be a wife, but we haven't got oh, there sorry. yet. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> so um, yes, in twenty nineteen, once COVID started happening, um, I started yeah focusing on teaching more, and it kind of left the brand kind of simmering there for a bit. Um, and then in that time when we were allowed to go to parks, do you remember that time when we were allowed to go outside for, you know, a period and in, in a group of 10? Um, yeah, I was kind of going through my own kind of mental health issues. Where it was just everything was so uncertain and everything was just, yeah, being a teacher, you know, you had all these rules to follow. Everything was changing every day. Um, and so, yes, it was, it was a hard time for me. Um, and then when we were allowed to go out to the park one day, um, I started sketching, I started getting back into drawing and, um, I found myself kind of surrounding myself with affirmations and I started doing meditations and a lot of my meditations had a lot of affirmations in them. 
And so I had this like light bulb moment one day. I was like, why don't I just merge affirmations and my drawings with jewelry? And so I started drawing some, I sketched it out. And then I, I found a, a manufacturer who could do like custom designs. And it was probably one of my biggest kind of investments, like initial investments into the business. Um, and, but it just felt right. And it was probably um, more intuition in this one than anything else. Um, I just had this gut feeling that, you know, I think this is something um, that could become big. And it's because it meant a lot to me. And I thought, you know, if it would mean to a lot of other women or other people, then it could become a new thing. And so, and that's what it, that's what happened. So when I launched the collection in end of 2019, beginning of 2020, it took off and, um, yeah, weekends and after school were, were quite hectic. I'd rush home, you know, I'd leave at 3.15, rush home, pack orders, try and get to the post office before it closes at like 5.30. And then it was just keeping up with, with the orders pretty much. And I guess that's how, yeah, the affirmation collection became the hero product of the brand. Um, yeah, I could keep going, but I guess if you had any, <laughs> any other questions, I could keep yeah, going. For sure. So in your past life, you were a teacher, uh, are you yeah. still teaching? You've, you've now transitioned out of that, haven't you? No. So I decided to go on long service leave in April and it was, from feeling burnt out from my job um, because I was transferred into a different area. And um, yeah, it was a huge decision to go on long service leave and just work on my personal things. Um, but then I took the opportunity to then start business full-time um, because I, I had always envisioned that I would go on maternity leave and then um, work on business full-time. But of course, life doesn't pan out the way you think it would, even if you really plan it really well. Um, yeah, it just completely changed. So, yeah, I took that time to just do a lot of self-development, a lot of, um, yeah, just looking at the information that I had around business. And it gave me the chance to look at my business plan and really map it out. And so, yeah, now I've taken the leap and I've I've said to, um, yeah, or not yet, I've said I haven't sent the email, but I will not be returning to teaching next year. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. I have done that before. And that's really exciting because it means the business is providing for you enough. Yeah, yeah. Look, it has its weeks. Um, I think it's that's one of the constraints at the moment that I'm facing is, is understanding where your business is um, on a monthly plan, like your seasons, because not every brand, I think anyway, will have like your really good months. There's always going to be a season for your brand, not unless, I don't know, you're like a skincare brand where, you know, people just constantly buy from you. But I, I think for a jewelry brand, um, you know, you're in the retail space. So you are a seasonal brand and it's, um, yeah, trying to find, okay, this month is slow. What can I do next year to pump that up a bit? Okay. And then I know that November and December will be busy. So that's cool. How can I then support that and then support the transition into the slower, you know, months of January, February, where people stop spending. So I think it's that mindset around understanding how your business looks on a 12 month kind of basis. So, yeah, but so far we're doing yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope, I hope that, yeah, by the, by January that I can see 
the numbers to start going up a bit and I think it'll be a little bit hectic, hopefully. Manifesting. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And the yeah. day of recording this is the 8th of November and yeah. obviously Black Friday is right around the corner. What are yeah. you doing over the next uh, month, month and a half? Well, um, I signed up to a course recently and one of the constraints that I faced in the beginning of this year and something that I was thinking about end of last year was was paid advertising. And a lot of the growth that we, um, the brand has come from is quite organic. It's all just organic growth, um, a bit of influencer marketing here and there, but I haven't hit it quite. It's not there just yet. I don't think I've found the person who kind of, I guess, spreads that message clear, clear enough. Um, so I always said to my husband, I don't even know what Facebook marketing is. I've been into the, you know, the, the system and I look at it and I feel overwhelmed. I said, no, this is one thing that I need to learn. So I signed up to a course and um, so far now I know all of that mumbo jumbo that they talk about, like top funnel, all this kind of stuff. And it's been great. So in terms of Black Friday, um, we are going to be, well, I am going to be, um, yeah, doing a bit of a sale, but talking about hype ads and then leading into yeah, pushing those ads a little bit more um, next, I think, yeah, it will be next week, really. Um, so I think because we're, I'm such a small business at the moment, it's doing it carefully where in the chance that it does blow up, that it um, I have enough stock. Because then again, I guess the, the next constraint that I'll, I'll face is logistics, is having enough stock for that, all of that hype up and for potential, you know, seller kind of thing, which would be a great problem to have. But I think when you're starting out and it's so important to just map it out and go, okay, Black Friday is coming. Um, what am I going to do? How am I going to hype this up? Um, okay, do I have the stock there? If I don't, um, what's my backup plan? Um, and yeah, just really mapping out your, your backup plans, I guess, for that. So you've always got something um, for your customers. Um, yeah. So we are doing yeah. a sale. So you've, yeah, awesome. I look forward to seeing what it is. I might buy something <laughs> for my girlfriend, not wife. <laughs> but um, yeah, so obviously you've been around for a fair while. Around yeah. about 2018, you started fiddling around with the yeah. business. What's taken yeah. you so long to get to the paid advertising level? Is it like, did you spend some money like a few years ago and you've been scared ever since or did an agency oh. stuff something up or has it just been, you've been Maybe too honest. busy on your organics and stuff like that? It's, um, I didn't see, I think I was just scared. There's no confidence in that area because I don't know the terminologies and how it works is I have no idea about marketing. And when I dip my like toes into it, I'm just like overwhelmed with all of the information. And I did probably try and put up an ad once in 2020 and it didn't go down very well. I was just like, oh, I spent like $20 a day on and I didn't really get much return on that. But it's not understanding how it the system works. And so that's why now that I have the time to really focus on getting the skills, the knowledge around marketing, around Facebook advertising and all paid ads so that I can be more defensive with my spending rather than offensive and think, oh, you know, I don't want to spend too much just in case it doesn't work out. It's now flipping that mindset and going, you know what? You no, know, I know that I can spend 
$100 a day on Facebook advertising and know that I'm going to make double that, if not triple in the day kind of thing. That's, that's the mindset that I'm trying to get into at the moment is, yeah, the defensive, I guess, thinking when you, when it comes to spe- uh, yeah, paid advertising. Yeah. And what was one of your like biggest misconceptions around paid advertising? Like, was it as scary as you thought it was going to be or confusing as you yeah, thought it was going to be? No, it wasn't actually as scary as I thought it would be. I think it, once you have the right information around it and the right people to tell you what it's about, um, I think because there's so many, I guess, agencies out there um, and the fear of then pumping out thousands of dollars. Um, and, yeah, I guess there's so many stories that I've heard that, yeah, sometimes it doesn't go down the way that you think it would, um, but it's really then just do, doing your research and the, because you've got TikTok, you've got Google, you've got YouTube to tell you all about these things. I think you can get the surface level of paid advertising now, which is great, um, but I guess, yeah, it's not as scary as I thought it would be. I think there's enough information out there to get you started and just go for it um, with like a calculated risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. There's so much good information out there, yeah. especially even compared to say 12 months ago, like yeah. AI has really like accelerated learning, uh, especially 100%. in courses and like for, even for me, script writing and stuff like that or repurposing content in different formats has been game changing i don't know how i used to manage without ai chat gpt and stuff so i mean i think teachers are now using chat gpt now for their lesson planning and stuff so it's insane how it's just changed all the industries yeah yeah that's absolutely crazy now obviously you're a bit scared to jump into facebook ads what other areas of your business were you scared to look at in the beginning or even maybe even moving forward as well like what's something that you know you should be doing, but maybe you're taking a step back and not really attacking it as you should. G'day D2C Slingshot listeners. Before we get back to our awesome discussion, I want to take a moment to share something special with you. Are you an e-commerce brand looking for clarity and guidance on your digital advertising strategy? Well, you're in luck. At Social Slingshot, we offer free 15 minute account audits to help you navigate this minefield. These quick but comprehensive orders are designed to provide you with valuable insights, personalized recommendations, and a clearer path to success. Whether you're struggling with ad performance, looking to optimize your campaigns, or just seeking some expert advice, our team is here to help. We'll review your current strategies, identify opportunities, and offer tips tailored to your brand. Don't let uncertainty hold your e-commerce business back. Take advantage of our free 15-minute account audits today. It's the first step towards maximizing your ad spend and crushing your competitors. To schedule your free audit, simply visit our website at www.socialslingshotau.com or send us a direct message on Instagram at LockieSocialSlingshot. Let's slingshot your sales together. Now, back to our episode. So... Yeah, paid advertising was, yeah, the biggest one, scared of that. But um, it's more so um, knowing what to invest in in terms of, like, the products um, for my brand. Um, I, I usually do, like, small batches and then release it. But this time it's then asking my community and saying, okay, what do you guys want from the next collection? 
And I have done that through stories and polls on um, Instagram and TikTok. And because I have that information now, I know exactly what my customers want. Um, and then going all out and kind of just bringing that to them. Um, and it's it's not cheap to kind of get your inventory. Um, and it's always a risk to think you know what you want or what customers want. But um, yeah, now that I have that information and I know exactly what they want, I can invest in it and hopefully, yeah, see the return in that. Yeah, I have that problem when I'm speaking to new clients. They're like, hey, we want to start advertising um, and we want to move all this stock. And I'm like, that's dead stock that nobody wants. Stock, That's yeah. why you can't sell it. And your best sellers yeah. are going to the moon. Like I'm going to be yeah. concentrating on the one going on to the moon. I'm jumping yeah, on that spaceship. Exactly. I'm not staying on the ground. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How, what, what's your plan over say the next 12 months? Are you just going collection after collection after collection? Or if you find something that's working really well, are you going to jump on that? Well, now that I know and, that, say, um, down. Yeah, affirmation jewelry is is pretty much like the uh, the hero product of our brand, and I've taken that into account. Like, okay, I'm gonna drop off all the extra stuff that I'm putting on, like bracelets and rings that were kind of just extra things to to up the the order value, I guess. Um, and now I'm looking at a 12 month plan and saying, okay, I have these collections, and thinking ahead of okay, what do, I've got this, but what do I do next that complements the affirmation collection? Um, and so it's it's not steering away too much from that concept, but it's it's bringing new things that will, you know, that people think, oh, I don't have that yet. I might add it to my collection of affirmation jewelry and then, um, yeah, go from there. A bit like the Pandora kind of concept, if that makes sense where you have like a charm yeah, yeah, for sure. you have to go back in and get another charm because they don't have that one. So that's the, um, I guess the take that I'm, that I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And what made that click? What was that like turning point in your business where like you were able to say affirmation is what I'm going to be doing from now on rather than going like getting shiny object syndrome and adding all these products to your store. So, um, it was in 2019 when we first launched um, and it was a lot of traction. So a lot of people buying, a lot of um, customer reviews was the main thing, customer reviews. And and a lot of customers um, direct messaging me on Instagram and emailing me, taking the time to say, hey, thank you so much for creating this collection. I really resonated with it and it's helped me through these tough times. And so I think that's when I saw the, the beauty in it. And I was like, you know what, this is actually creating a sense of community. And so that's the take that I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. That's taking the lead for that is it's, it's more of a community led brand rather than just your fashion brand now. So, um, yeah, that's it. It's just community and customer reviews. Yeah, and I think that's what every brand is looking for, that community aspect of it. But yeah. I think you're in a, like, you've got a product where there's an actual community that can be built around it. You see some brands don't really have the product for it, and but they still try yeah. to do it, but it Just doesn't really do work it. out all that well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because every, every yeah. guru on the internet's like, you need a community, you need a community, you need a community. Yeah, but I've only had some. Some brands don't do it all that well. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess I'm really grateful for that. Um, and I didn't see the value of it until people started emailing me and messaging me. And I thought, you know what, we could actually make this into a community. And I think that's the greatest part um, about it. And I think, yeah, I'm hoping that's what kind of brings um, that's the, the people that's, oh, sorry, I'm all muddled up. I, I hope that people see the value in our community more than our products. Um, yeah. 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 Awesome. And if you don't mind, like, is there like one customer story that's like sort of stuck with you? Maybe you've helped someone through a really hard time that you mind sharing? Um, yeah. So this one time I've had a few, actually, a lot of women messaged me on um, Instagram, but this is a, a really like a full circle moment type of story. So the other week I had um, a customer um, message me um, saying, hey, you know, thank you so much for creating the strength affirmation necklace. Um, I bought it in 2020 and it's it's uh, it's been with me since and it, I was going through a really hard time with personal things um, and I don't want to share too much, much of details, but, yeah, she was just yep. expressing how much it helped her and um, we connected on there and we found out that we were both in Brisbane and we decided last week to meet up um and because we connected so well on on online we thought okay let's just meet up and and um yeah over some lunch and we we did and we found out that um I was best friends with her best friend in primary school but it was her little sister she was best friends with and I was best friends with her older sister and we both went to the same school um primary school at the time and yeah, it was just all of these weird full circle moments that we were connected in so many other ways that we, yeah, we didn't know. We were just complete strangers on Instagram. Um, but, yeah, it's things like that that's really amazing. And actually there's another girl that wants to meet up with me, but she's in London at the moment. But, yeah, I think it's that's the greatest feeling is that my customers aren't, aren't just customers anymore. They're becoming friends and, and a community that really understand the purpose behind my brand and um the girl that I met up with she's just now she's pushing me she's like no keep going I believe in your brand this is going to be the biggest thing and I think that's it's awesome for like a stranger to kind of believe in your brand more than you know some of your family members I guess <laughs> yeah for sure and yeah that's pretty much a driving force behind your business hey just making yeah. those connections and that's better mm. than getting any order like yeah. any order like even if yeah. it's a one, you're just like yeah. no, that, that's pretty much a friend for life now so yeah it's a great story yeah. so moving on to like the next 12 month window so what are your plans what are some of your goals that you hope to achieve over the next 12 months or so other than launching some new collections so uh, scaling of course for any i guess any business is is the plan trying to scale um into something a bit more um, and really getting into paid advertising and seeing where that goes. Um, hopefully getting into wholesale um, and getting our products in store, um, building that community, a huge focus on that and building our Facebook community and getting that going so that we have, um, yeah, like an active Facebook group where women can connect on a deeper level or women and men, everyone. Um, 
So yeah, th- those are the main things, paid marketing and advertising, scaling it into um, stores and growing our Facebook community and our, our Instagram community. Yeah, for sure. Every, everyone needs those support communities. So I think that's going to be a really big, big group for you, especially if you can get it going, engaging with those customers. I know yeah. we had another brand uh, called Luxicup that was on the podcast and she's got an yeah. absolute cult following. Like those people are absolutely yeah. crazy. So if you can foster something similar, that's going to yeah. carry you through, right through your business journey for sure. Yeah, I hope so. And then just obviously you've got affirmation jewelry, but like you're probably known as that affirmations girl, that positive energy girl, but I'm sure you yeah. have your down days as well. What are some of your coping mechanisms? Because I know every entrepreneur has those down days. Oh, yeah. Look, it's it's different day to day, but it's really just switching off from from work and it understanding that, okay, uh, I've had enough at this point in time. I need to distract myself, go for that walk, go to the coffee shop, go grab yourself something to eat. And um, yeah, it's just distraction at this point for me. Um, And it really, really helps because um, for someone like me who I can become really narrow focused, laser focused into something for too long. And sometimes I can't tell when I need to stop until, you know, my body is completely exhausted. So Another strategy that I've been using is time blocking. Um, Time blocking has been a game changer for me. So I really recommend that for small business owners who are doing everything all at one time and you don't understand what's a priority yet and and what's something that you can do a little bit later. Um, And yeah, giving myself like 45 minutes to do some hard focused work and then giving myself 20 minutes to do whatever I want, whether that's scrolling on social media, playing with Tatum. Um, and yeah, that's been really helpful. Yeah, I, I use that myself. And I think every time I've asked that question for the last three episodes, everyone's given the exact same answer. So if there's anybody oh. out there that's still not doing it, you need to get on it. You need to do it. <laughs> Just set the alarm on your phone yeah. and it, it really works. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then what advice would you give to somebody maybe starting out or even advice to yourself if you had to go back in time? Um, If I had to go back in time, um, start a business plan. Really detail out your business plan. Um, When I started, I didn't. I just had this really big willpower to be like, yep, this is going to be cool. This is going to be great. And I had no idea what I was doing. Go back to a business plan, write down your objective, your mission statement, your customer persona, who are you going to be targeting, um, how does your product fit to the market, how how are you going to communicate that with your target audience. Um, yeah, every single detail just added in there um, just so you have a clear path when you start because, yeah, when, mine was just a side hustle, so I didn't really care as much as where it went but it was going somewhere but I didn't have that backup plan a business plan to tell me where do I go next so I had to do it midway and I've gone oh actually if I could go back in time I would have done that I would have made that decision I would have um, spent more money in this area I would have focused more on influencer marketing in that time so yes business plan is a huge thing 
Yeah, I think business plans are super important, even if you don't have every single little detail nutted yeah. out. But yeah. even if like, even if you're just starting and you don't know how to even write a business plan, there's tools like ChatGPT that can pretty much do it for you now. So yeah, you just getting a rough guide um, yeah. and like failing forward is probably yes. yeah, my biggest tip. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, that's a really good quote, like failing forward. I have heard that a couple of times now. Probably the third person who said it to me so uh -huh. yeah this is understanding even if you make a mistake at least or it doesn't turn out the way you expected it to at least you can learn from that and go okay now I know what I can do next um and yeah sometimes it's for the better yeah for sure well thanks so much for coming on today we're sort of running out of time but before no, you not. jump off today just want to give a quick plug to your socials Oh, yes. So you can follow SNCO um, on Instagram at SNCO underscore. You can follow us on TikTok at SNCO. Um, and yeah, it'd be great. See you there. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing everyone on the next episode. Thank you. Hey, D2C Slingshot listeners. Unfortunately, this episode has come to an end. If you did make it this far, I'm pretty sure you enjoyed it. So how about hitting the thumbs up, leaving a comment, or even smashing subscribe. Any engagement or feedback truly helps us improve and grow. And remember, if you have any questions at all or insights you'd like to share, the best place to reach me is on Instagram at Lockie Social Slingshot. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next 